Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm chatting all about HIIT workouts and why they work. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So this is another one of my peaceful power practices. So um, this one is actually not an Ayurvedic approach, though. So this one is um, part of my peaceful power practices, I guess, are not just Ayurvedic, but they're also embedded in my fitness knowledge as well. So this one happens to be coming from my fitness side of things, um, because I'm I really like to call myself kind of the Ayurvedic personal trainer because I like to use the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and apply it to the science and the background that I have from my exercise science and psychology degree. So I kind of have the perfect blend of interests, and um, I really am trying to present these to you guys in a manner that makes sense, that is doable in everyday lives that we have, because um, we're all busy. And I'm trying to decipher some of this information so you guys can have it in bite-sized, downloadable chunks. And I think that sometimes breaking it down like this is a little bit more helpful. So that's why I've kind of spaced them out um, throughout the summer. So we're almost wrapping up with my peaceful power practices. I believe I have eight of them, and I think this one is six. So I think I have two more, I believe, two more after this one. So today, let's chat about working out. And this is something that is... I don't want to say new to me, but new in the terms of this is what I now practice pretty much constantly when I'm at the gym. Um, this has been around for years, HIT training, and it stands for um, High Intensity Interval Training, and it's H-I-I-T. That's how it's abbreviated. So you might have seen it before um, on different workouts or on Pinterest. If you're on Pinterest, you might have seen some of these workouts. And so basically... Um, you might have been like, yes, I'm super excited. Tell me more about these high-intensity interval trainings. Or you could be saying, holy moly, that sounds super hard. And um, it really depends on people's fitness levels. So that's the first thing I say is everybody's fitness level is different, and so everyone's HIIT workouts will be slightly different. So basically, you could have two people doing the same type or even the same workout, but if you're in two, like, two different shapes, because most people are, if you have someone who's brand new to fitness and someone who's more advanced, you can do the same workout and it's going to look a little bit different and you're still going to both get great benefits from it. So that's one of the things that I like about HIIT workouts is you can kind of do it self-paced. Um, and so pushing yourself is going to look different depending on your background. My athletes, that's one of the questions I usually ask clients is, um, were you ever an athlete? Because athletes typically will push themselves a little bit more because they've had experience doing that in the past. Um, a lot of people, if they're new to fitness and they have never done that, they are a little bit uncomfortable uh, in knowing, okay, what is my threshold? And so that's my job is to kind of help you guys find that threshold and teach you, okay, this is a line and, um, you know, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it's not going to be so uncomfortable that you can't do it. So that's kind of where I find you to find that line for you. Um, one of the things that also I want to say with HIIT training is this does not mean that you're throwing up after every workout, that you're working out so hard, you're nauseous and you don't feel well. That is not actually a good workout. Um, I've had trainers at, in the past that I worked with, um, he used to brag about making so many boot campers throw up in his class um, after he was done. And I am like, I have never made anyone throw up. Like to me, that is not a good trainer. And so I researched into it and um, it is not good. 
That is actually, you're undoing everything that you just did at the workout if you're working out so hard that you're throwing up. That is not good for the body. Um, your body is not going to be able to sustain that. And that's when a lot of people quit because who likes to throw up after workouts? So that's the other thing I want to say is sometimes when we think about these um, high-intensity interval trainings, that's what we think of. You know, we think of working out so hard that we're puking. That is not what I'm talking about. You know, that is going over the edge. And yes, there probably are still trainers out there who will push you that hard. Um, and if that happens, you know that you're probably not um, surrounding yourself with the best trainer and you might want to find a new one. So that's just one area that I like to preface people is just know, okay, you don't need to work out quite that hard. That is going over that uncomfortable feeling. Um, so my goal is to help you lead you up to that, but not push you over. So one of the things that I like about these is it helps shorten my workouts because these workouts are short, intense, and they're focused. So most of the people I work with, uh, they're women who either own their own business or are stay-at-home moms, which means they need things that are fast and efficient. Um, I really personally started to embrace it after becoming a mom myself and realizing I couldn't just go to the gym for as long as I felt. And I pretty much used to dilly-dally. I would rest when I wanted to. And, you know, I had plenty of time to sit in the gym for two hours if I wanted. And it's not like I was working out the whole time, but I would meander over here, do this, patiently wait, maybe chat up with a few people. But it wasn't necessarily like, holy moly, I had a great workout because I was not focused. It was not short. It was not intense. It was wide open because I had a wide open calendar. So this is when I realized, okay, I need to start combining cardio and lifting into one workout. Um, I used to do it where I would do 30 minutes on the treadmill and it would be probably an interval run, otherwise steady state cardio for usually half an hour, sometimes 45 minutes. And then I would go and lift. So after that, I would go lift weights for maybe another 30 to 45 minutes. And um, I used to only do eight exercises and three, two to three sets. And I thought that that was the only thing I could do to get results. Now, ironically, I never really got results doing that, but in my back of my head, I thought, well, I'm maintaining then if, if I'm not making improvements, I'm just staying where I'm at and I'm comfortable with that. So little did I know that that was not the best for my body. Um, and for most people. So instead i really was like, okay, instead of going back to that old routine, cause I just don't have time for it. Can I shorten my workouts and still get results? So that's where I kind of had switched things up and I'm on the treadmill now, maybe 10 minutes tops. And then I'm going to go lift weights. And this is not every time. Like I'm on the treadmill sometimes 10 minutes before I'm doing my lifting. Other times I'm incorporating cardio exercises such as burpees, mountain climbers, skater lunges, um, push-ups, squat jumps, step-ups. That's all a little bit of cardio into my workouts. And so that's one way that you can kind of sneak it in. So if I don't have time to do treadmill and then do maybe a half hour lifting, um, I just combine it all into my half hour. Another thing that I've added are like five minute finishers. So I like to do a little finisher at the end of the workout um, to really either finish off my cardio wise. So I might just do um, three variations of burpees. I just posted that on my Instagram this week um, was just three different variations of a five minute finisher. And that you should be tired after doing that. Um, and then another one is maybe I say I'm doing a leg day. Well, my five minute finisher might be all leg moves to really finish off my legs. So that's one of the ways that I've kind of changed up my routine as well as when I train my clients. So why do all of these high intensity intervals actually work? 
while pushing yourself fast and hard for short bursts of time, it's doable, both physically and mentally. So gone are the days of doing hours of cardio or even 90-minute workouts. Um, you know, we really can let those go. Like, unless you're training to do a bodybuilding show or a figure competition, you don't need those 90-minute workouts. Um, if you're just in there for your daily health, just getting a little bit more focused and having a routine. Um, I've really, really enjoyed stepping into my quicker 30-minute HIIT workouts. Um, it's basically kind of in there, done, great. Uh, you know, even at the owners at the gym uh, where I train clients out of, they call me the 30-minute queen because they couldn't believe it. They're like, you just do 30 minutes with your clients? And I'm like, yes. And then when I started to do it for myself and then I was getting results, they really were like, wow, we're going to have to look into maybe shortening our time because you can get results if you're focused. So that's one thing that I think a lot of times we feel like we are letting ourselves down um, if we don't push for maybe an hour workout. But really, we why? You know, that's ultimately what I like to ask myself, even before I give myself or different clients workouts um, or exercise moves. You know, I always kind of think, well, why? Why am I giving them this move? You know, and if I don't really have a clear here's why, then maybe I'm taking it out. So the same thing with asking yourself, okay, why do I feel like I need an hour versus just 30 minutes? What could you maybe shorten or take out of that hour workout to make it more intense for those 30 minutes? Because you can't really do an hour hit workout. I mean, you could, um, and there's group fitness classes around surrounded um, with that theme. But there's also warm-ups, cool-downs with group fitness classes, and usually there's some core in there, which isn't always as high intense depending on um, what core moves they're doing. But that's at least 20 minutes right there. So that's one thing to think about too. Is okay. It really is when you decipher all of that down, it, it's chunked down to probably about 30 minutes of actually doing high intensity stuff. So next time you're at the gym, I want you to think about that. And when you're doing your workouts, I don't want you to think about either, like, I have to get in a set number of time. You know, that also used to me, even when I did my 30 minutes, if I was like, I only have time for 20 minutes, can I still do something? Well, yes. You know, that's the same if I'm home with my son, if he will only allow me to do 10 minutes, that's better than doing nothing. So that's what I want you guys to really come at peace with is just letting go of that I have to do a set amount of time, a set amount of exercises, and really just embrace what your body's telling you it needs. Because typically our bodies know what we really are craving. So I do have a challenge for you guys this week. I want you guys to shorten up your workouts, make them a little more intense, and then try to keep them to 30 minutes or under and just see how you feel. I want you guys to try that out for in the next week. And let me know over on Instagram at andreaclassen21. Let me know how you're feeling, how you're doing. Because I think that you guys are going to start to notice a difference, not only physically, but mentally as well. Just kind of relieving some of that stress that we feel when we get those workouts and that anxiety of, oh, I have to do this for this amount. All right? Like some of, most of the days, I don't even know how long I've worked out for. Like I've just started to time my workouts um, for my kettlebell uh, confidence program that is coming in September, but the only reason I'm doing that is because I want people to know about how long this will take. Before that, I realized I have not really paid any attention to how long my workouts are taking. Typically, it's half an hour because I only have that, that amount of time between clients. So that's kind of the freedom I want you guys to get to, um, and it does take work. It does take time, but you guys can have that freedom in your workouts as well. It's just kind of uh, letting it go, you know, and being okay with sitting in the kind of 
uncomfortable feelings, you know, that's a little yoga for you. So kind of coming full circle with the peaceful power practices is being okay with sitting in it, you know, just sitting in those tough feelings. All right. So that's what I have this week. And um, I will be back again, I believe next week with another peaceful power practice. So everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.